Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, a trauma therapist, a fellow high-achieving mama, and after years of my clinical experience helping hundreds of people recover from unhealthy family cycles, I'm here to help moms transform what it means to be an emotionally healthy mom in your family. I believe the generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, I'm going to walk you through how to do it all while honoring God in the process. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. You know, I don't think we talk enough about the pain, hurt, and underlying aggravation and even anger that some people feel towards the parent who didn't spearhead their childhood hurt, but didn't actually stop it either. I see this scenario played out in a few ways. All of the ways are hurtful, but these are the ways that I see it happening. Um, There is a parent that tries to pick up the pieces after the other parent has been hurtful. So for some of my clients, um, they aren't The intensity of the hurt from the appearance is not equal, right? There's one parent that says or does something that is particularly more weighty than the other parent. And the parent who has the less intense hurt, right, is usually the one that's picking up the pieces after the other parent has been hurtful. Um, But here's the whole thing behind picking up the pieces. Most of the time, it's done in secret, Right. So something is dead. Something is said or done by the parent that has the more weighty or the more intense hurt towards you. Right. And then the other parent comes back in private and they address it with you, but not with the other parent. It's almost like they're saying, I'm willing to comfort you, but I'm not willing to confront the actual problem. Right. I'm not willing to confront the other parent and tell them, hey, you need to stop this hurtful behavior. The words that you are sprewing out on her is going to be harmful. The way that you uh, critique her every move is not good for her. Why are you trying to make her out to be your mini me? Why are you uh, guilt tripping her about the boundaries that she's trying to uphold? Right. Um, The other um, scenario that I see played out is that you have a parent that was outside of the home, right? So maybe your parents got a divorce, a divorce, um, or they were never married. um, And so there wasn't a relationship with your parents to begin with. And they never really learned how to co-parent in a healthy way. And your relationship with that other parent suffered in the process, right? So this parent is outside of the home, leaving you feeling rejected or abandoned. Why can't you get yourself together, be an adult, handle your emotions and have a relationship with your child, right? But the other parent doesn't allow you to grieve their abandonment. That's your dad. Don't talk about them that way. That's your mom. She's still your mom, right? Um, When you get tearful about empty promises of I'm going to pick you up this weekend or I'm going to be at your, you know, track meet or whatever, you know, it is that you're uh, the expectations you have around them building that relationship and it falls through the cracks. There is no room. There is no space for you to grieve that because the other parent 
um, maybe doesn't have the emotional maturity to handle it. They think your grieving, your sadness is a reflection of their parenting and they can't take it. No, 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 no. You know, it, we know how your dad is. Just move on. We're not going to, you're not going to be hurt about this. It was like, well, well, well I'm hurt. <laughs> this is actually quite sad. Right. Um, again, like if you can't, um, if you can't have emotions around one of the most important relationships that you'll have in your life, right? The ones with your parents, then how can you expect to have emotions around anything else? This makes sense. And I will never get tired of telling you that it's not your fault that you're running into patterns now in your life where you feel like you're being avoidant of your emotions. As soon as you feel something, you want to stuff it down, which only makes it worse. And it comes out in anger. That cycle of I am not allowed to feel I am not safe to feel and therefore I can't I must avoid it at all costs I'm going to get in trouble I'm going to disappoint someone and so it's better for me to just act like nothing is wrong when on the inside a lot is wrong a lot is hurtful a lot is not well right so these different scenarios that I see that are happening with the parent inside of the home the parent outside of the home and the other parent who maybe isn't as hurtful or the intensity of the hurt isn't as weighty, there's still some hurt there. So what do you do with that underlying anger? A lot of times I see, um, you know, folks who will say, oh, you know, I have a good relationship with my mom. And then we start talking about them and I hear some passive aggressiveness towards them. Or I hear, um, Or even I've seen this with some of my friends where they'll say, oh, you know, um, I have a relationship with my mom or I love my mom and I'm around them with their mom. And there is some like those subtle comments that are made like, oh, that girl was a little sharp. You're right. You know, okay, you know, maybe that's the way that you guys talk to each other. But but girl, if that was said to me, I would be a little hurt. You know, that that underlying aggravation. And if you look back. If you've had an experience where that parent that you have that underlying aggravation with, if you see them as the one that was not the safety, that was not your harbor, right? Your wing during times of um, hurt with the other parent, that might be why there are some unresolved, um, unmet needs when it comes to that relationship. And sometimes bringing it up to that parent can be helpful. Um, because they might be in a place to where, you know, they, they, they don't have emotional maturity to bring it up to you, but maybe they might recognize it when you bring the conversation up. Now, this is not true for everybody. Okay. It's not true for everybody. Um, but sometimes that's what I've seen clients do when they are at that point to say, okay, I'm, I'm, I do want to have a healthy relationship with my mom or my dad, but there is some hurt there. They're not the spearheader of my childhood wound. But I still have this underlying aggravation towards them. And I don't want that. I don't, I want different for our relationship. And they also think based off of past behavior and, and currently where their parent is emotionally, they feel like, okay, I think I can have a, a, a productive conversation. It may not go completely as planned, but I can at least bring this up to them without them guilt tripping me. They might actually listen. In those cases, right, I prep my clients to have those conversations. I prep them for either scenario of it going well, right, um, and it going 
not so well, the disappointment that could come up from that. But it starts with like you knowing um, where that agitation is coming from in the first place, that it's not just, well, I mean, we have a good relationship. Is it good? Is it good? Right? Maybe, maybe not. Thinking about how you feel um, when you interact with the parent who was less hurtful <laughs> um, can be a place for you to start to kind of think those things out. Um, and so it's really about uh, being honest about feeling, mm, I would say that sense of abandonment from the parent that lives in the home, because we often hear about the emotionally absent parent. And I don't know about you, but um, the patterns that I've seen within my clients, and maybe you've seen this in your life or experienced it around your friend group, is usually that's geared towards the father, right? He works a lot. He comes home. He, he's, you know, shut off. He doesn't know how to say I love you. He doesn't know how to say I care for you. He's just disengaged emotionally, right? I'm here to put food on the table and then I'm out, right? So we'll talk about the emotionally absent uh, father that's within the home or outside of the home. We don't talk about the parent that might be emotionally there, but only to um, a point. They have a limit to their emotional capacity. They have a limit. And so that abandonment from feeling uh, that the parent that is inside of the home may not be that they're emotionally absent. It just means that the comfort that you needed in moments, um, you know, where you needed safety, where things were hurtful or said by the other parent, or maybe even people outside of the home, um, it felt like it wasn't there. So that could be that feeling of abandonment. You took the time out, right, to come to my room after there was a big lashing out or after some hurtful things were said or done, you took the time to come to my room in private to have a conversation, but I never saw or heard you corrected in the moment or after. You could feel like I'm on this island by myself. I have to fend for myself. I have to be the one that manages my own emotions, that uh, teaches myself how to move forward when people deeply hurt you. There's no one in my corner, even within my own home, right? Just kind of grilling this perspective of how this could come about for you, right? And one thing I'll say is there is a difference between being angry for you versus being angry with you. I'll say that again. There's a difference between being angry for you versus being angry with you. The latter, being angry with you, is what we needed as children. It's even something that we need as adults, right? So imagine this. Imagine that you come home from school and you tell your parents, you know, um, a little boy or girl hit me today on the playground. And all of a sudden your parents get super angry. They storm up to the school. They go off on this other parent or the teacher or the principal. We will not allow any other kids to, you know, hurt our child. That's not how it goes. You need to change something. They're angry for you, but they never stop to address the emotions that you feel, man, that must've been tough for you to maybe think that someone was your friend or for you to be bullied or for you to be hurt by someone else, that should have never happened to you. Mommy and daddy are going to have a conversation to make sure that you're safe because we believe in safety in the home and when you're not with us. That shows the child, I'm with you. I'm not just 
uh, acting out of my own emotions and my own stories. Nobody's going to treat my child like this, right? We, we're not the family to be played with or be messed with. It's not just their own anger. It's also catering and looking at the child, what they feel in that moment, right? And so um, if, if they saw that the, the, the behavior towards you was hurtful to you and they blow off, blow up rather, I don't know why I keep saying blow off, <laughs> Um, they blow up on your behalf, but they never get into the boat with you and sit with you and show that empathy towards you. It leaves you again feeling like I'm on an island. It's like, yes, I saw my parents take up for me, but they were not with me. That underlying agitation, anger that comes up with the, with the parents who react in this way or the parents who react in secret. There's not really this feeling of, I have parents who have my back, no matter who it is against, right? You're more angry. If you're more angry about harm that's done towards you outside of the home and you turn a blind eye towards the harm that's happening within the home, then it gives conditions. There are certain people that can treat you awful, right? That can manipulate you, hurt your feelings, say all kinds of things about you. Um, And there are certain people who can't. And it kind of uh, instills this belief that the people that are closest to you can get away with that. I see over and over again, especially when I was seeing uh, moms and children who came from homes of domestic violence, how they would accidentally repeat the cycle because of these messages that were instilled into them when they were kiddos, right? The people that are closest to you, the people that you are in relationship with have the green light to abuse you, to hurt you, to harm you. But people outside of this unit don't. And so what happens is they get in relationship and partnerships with people that are hurtful, right? That are very damaging to their mind, to their bodies, to their future, And they can't really see the difference. It's like peeling the layers off of their eyes to say, actually, it's not okay for this person to be harmful for you. It also wasn't okay for you to see harm done to you or towards your mom when you were a child. Both scenarios are wrong. And maybe A is why um, you are in the relationship that you're in now. Now, a lot of my present clients um, happen to be in relationships where they are not being abused, right? They're not being particularly hurtful by their husbands. Um, However, some of those uh, relationship dynamics of there's certain things that I can say to you that um, might be hurtful that I won't say to my friend or that I won't say to my coworker. And you're supposed to put up with it because you're my husband. Okay. I didn't know we were going there. I, I, I didn't plan that, but sometimes I see that the aggravation that they truly have towards their parents is then pent on their husband, right? They say things they don't really mean. They, they show the biggest anger, the biggest frustration with their husband. Cause they're like, you're, you're in the home. I, I kind of have permission to do this. We're, we're together all the time. I invite you lovingly, kindly 
to take inventory. If, if that speaks true to you and you know that that is something that is happening, there's a lot of agitation that's geared towards your husband that didn't originate with him. There's a lot of you know frustration, passive aggressiveness, even aggressiveness, anger that's pinned towards him that didn't start with him. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself, is that the relationship that you want to model? Is that the relationship that you want to be a part of? And start having those difficult conversations of, I'm coming to this realization that it's not you. Listen, maybe sometimes it is. Maybe sometimes they say triggering things, hurtful things, and you're like, oh, you go get this work, okay? Maybe it is <laughs> a little bit them. But that's, you know, relationships. You're working things out. But maybe not all the time. Maybe sometimes it's just you being triggered, something from your childhood, something that you experience, a disconnection with one or both of your parents that's showing up, that's being projected. Learning how to communicate your triggers, learning how to communicate, hey, I, I realize that I'm getting a little bit angsty, like a little, a little bit snarky even when you are not. And I'm trying to discover where that's coming from. Okay. For a lot of my clients, it starts in childhood. I'm a trauma therapist. So these are the things I work (laughs) through and I look for. Right. Um, But yeah, that's just like a little side door, um, last minute free thing that I want you to be mindful of. Um, addressing, being honest about these underlying feelings is very important. You cannot heal what is hidden. And as long as you, um, tell yourself in your mind that, oh, like this, this, they weren't hurtful, right? The things that they did weren't hurtful. As long as you hide that, the longer it's there and it long and the longer it has a hand in the direction of your life in the direction of your relationships. So unearthing that, ripping it up from the root and understanding why and how it's impacting you today is very important. If you'd like for me to support you in being able to do that so that you model healthy relationships in the now and maybe even have the opportunity to repair with with the less intense hurtful parent if that is something that is appropriate for your relationship. Um, supporting you in that will be my absolute honor. If you will go to momfullyyou.com backslash coaching and schedule your free call to see how I can support you, um, I would love to chat with you. Again, that is momfullyyou.com backslash coaching. Can't wait to see you there. As always, I had such a great time talking with you. Thank you for stopping by to chat with me. And I can't wait for us to be able to do it again. But until then, take care.